What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Integrity of the game. And you're not dissuading me oh, I'm from fearing that this lottery could be rigged in the National Hockey League because the NHL wants Bedard in the States. Because Tim Peel got fired a couple years ago, the referee for, for you know why he got fired. Yeah, yeah. Evening up calls in a game and he got caught for it. Tim Peel. And the NHL says, we need to protect the integrity of the game. There is no integrity. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Friday, sports fans. Welcome to the RP Show. It's a day that we normally dub Football Friday, and we've got into a lot of football. Holy smokes, man. Hour one, uh, NFL, college football, CFL, Canadian University football. And we'll, if you want, continue that into hour two here. Uh, the breaking news of the day. It's uh, most unfortunate, I believe, as somebody who's been through it. Tom and Giselle Bunchin officially announcing this morning they're done. Divorce has been filed for Tom losing last night on Thursday Night Football 27-22. And then this happens today. Our poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is whose side are you on, Tom, Giselle, or both? Some are voting in and saying neither. They don't care. And I respect that. But for those that are on a side, uh, I picked Tom for my own reasons. I'm not going to kick them around anymore because we've got a very special hockey guest here. Tim Hunter joining us at the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. And I got to say, the veteran of 815 NHL games, the Stanley Cup champion, and a whopping 3,146 penalty minutes. Did they give you a hard time at the entrance on your way in? Because they said they were going to. I never saw anyone on the way in. I just I was looking to wave hello to somebody. No, there was no. They were waiting for you. Maybe they're no. afraid of you. Yeah, yeah. they got to They're hiding. <laughs> they're clapping down here in the crowd. <laughs> so good to see you, Tim. I'm going to jump right to it. Battle of Alberta Saturday night. Have you been thinking about it all week? I'm excited. It's uh, I, I watched Edmonton's game last night uh, against Chicago, and they're going to play three and four nights coming into Calgary here Saturday night. So. Uh, on the end of that, so good advantage for Calgary to take advantage of the, the scheduling. Uh, don't uh, feel sorry for Edmonton. Uh, get on them early, which they have their last couple games. Calgary and uh, played really well in the first period. So a team that's on the road, you got to jump on them and go after them quick. Um, Calgary's poised to to have a good game. They had good practice all week. Daryl really is big on conditioning. Had him skating hard all week. So. They'll be ready. Okay, so we got a lot of things, and Tim's a great interview. He's a great friend, and we can jump all over the place, and he's fine with it. Before we move forward to that game, what since the last time you've been on, we've, we've gone on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE, and it's the wildest thing. I don't understand it, but they love the hockey stories. So as you as a Flames alum, how, was it 11 years you were here? 11 years, yeah. Were you in it? Atlanta at all? Like your hockey DB says no, but you must have played there on the road or something, or do you have history with Atlanta? Yeah, I was drafted by the Atlanta Flames, so I went to training camp in okay. Atlanta, yeah, and was in Marietta at the practice facility, and yeah, it was, was that awesome. It, yeah, it was, oh, what a beautiful place, Atlanta. It's just, the, the players were responded leaving there and coming here, until they realized what a great place Calgary was, because Atlanta is, is beautiful, it's warm, the people, the Everything, uh, the cost of living's low. Uh, 
so it was tough. And but being down there, coming all the way from Calgary to Atlanta, um, it was amazing. The deep south, uh, uh, the the accent, you know, that southern drawl. Um, Georgia peaches, uh, all those things. So cool. It was amazing. Yeah. First advice I got from Cliff Fletcher, he said, Tim, he said, we're going to practice 10 o'clock. After practice, the guys are going to go for lunch. And then the married guys are going to go home at 5 o'clock. And the single guys will stay till whenever. You go home with the married guys at 5 o'clock. This is your first training camp. You don't need to stay till nine or ten. Good advice. <laughs> Very good advice. <laughs> well, was the camp in the the Omni? Was the rink there, right? Yeah. What was that like? Yeah, we played games there, uh, but the camp was at Mary in Marietta, where the practice facility was, and there was a little village there and bars and restaurants, and a lot of the guys lived there, and tra- they drove into the downtown Atlanta to the Omni. It was it was a great great arena. It's kind of old, but. Uh, Played two exhibition games. I played one in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, against the Minnesota North Stars, and that was interesting as well. <laughs> wow. No kidding. <laughs> I bet. So I just want to, again, I say it every day, and I'll say it forever. If you're wondering why I'm wearing an I Love Atlanta hoodie and the mug, it's because Atlanta is never very far from our heart. So thank you, Tim Hunter. Now, the viewers, you love the questions. Yeah, we're getting them. Dave Semenko, Battle of Alberta. Yeah, that always comes up. But the majority want your thoughts on the dressing rooms at Mullet Arena in Arizona, which were unveiled this week, the home of the Coyotes at Tempe at ASU in Tempe. You got thoughts? It's very disappointing to see, you know, the players. Uh, you know, the guys are used to the modern buildings, and you know, the older buildings. Uh, you know, the Saddle Dome still has nice visiting dressing rooms, um, but to see curtains and. You know, these guys want privacy. They want what happens in the room stays in the room. Guys, you know, they're going to have some fun. And, you know, there's sometimes there's some swearing and yelling and screaming. And looks like the curtains are just covering, you know, the sound could travel for any, for forever. And, yeah, it's, uh, I'm disappointed the NHL didn't uh, have things a little more organized, a little more classy. But it is what it is. And, uh They'll move on and hopefully get a new building in Tempe, and it won't be so far to drive all the way to yeah. Glendale from Mesa. Well, <laughs> so I'm not done on this. Whatever it was, photos leaked and videos of the dressing rooms in this new home of the Arizona Coyotes, and like Tim said, folding chairs. I don't remember ever seeing anything like it. And how do you think the NHL does approve this? That's one thing Carlo Koliakovo said on TSN Radio in Toronto, is how does the NHL approve this? Well, it's one of those details that slips through the cracks. You know, they're going to okay the arena and the rink board and all these other things. And, the, and they have standards for benches. And they do have standards in new buildings for uh, locker rooms. If you go all the way back to the, they call it the fleet center, but we as players called it the incomplete center because <laughs> they made the dressing rooms barely big enough for 18 players, let alone 20 players. So the goalies had to change outside. So the Players Association got involved, and they made the Bruins make the dressing, visiting dressing room in Boston in the old Fleet Center, TD Garden, whatever it's called now, bigger. And that was kind of a thing just to screw over the visiting team coming and make them uncomfortable. Um, so they, they do have standards, and I'm really surprised by that sliding to the cracks. But, you know, it's, it's money, and... You have to build a separate room. I know you look at Red Deer a few years ago. I went to the Memorial Cup there, and we play there in the Western League, and they came in, and, and the standard was you had to have dressing rooms for X number of teams, and they have to have this, that, and the other, and they redid all the rooms at the Western Place or whatever it's called. Centrium. Centrium now, and it was fantastic, and it's a great facility now, even moving forward that the Memorial Cup's gone, so... Yeah, it's a, it's a strange one. Well, there's something that I don't really get. And I'll just lastly say this. You know what a hockey fan and hockey guy that I am. Like, I was in Estevan last week, and I think I mentioned to you. And they said to me, how did we rate for the Centennial Cup last year? They hosted it. Eh? Ten teams. And I said, ten out of ten, guys? But they were forced by Hockey Canada to have ten functioning dressing rooms. They had to get up to code. Why don't the Coyotes? That's... I'm not asking you for your answer. I'm just saying some things don't make sense. But Tim has a house in Mesa, and it's a heck of a, hi- a hike to Glendale, isn't it? 
that's an hour all the way around. And yeah. most of the population is centered right down through the middle of Phoenix, Scottsdale in the north, and Phoenix and Tempe in the south, Gilbert, Chandler, and then around the other side on the on the east side, the Mace area. And there's not a, a boatload on the other side other than Glendale not where much. the rink is. So it's a long way for the population to travel to. And I'm glad if they do get it in Tempe, it'll be half the distance. Make a home game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rich in Edmonton says Tim Hunter is still considered a Dr. Hook McCracken type figure here in Edmonton. What's it like when you go up there? You know, it's surprising. The people love me in Edmonton. I didn't <laughs> think they would. And I was, I might have told this story before. I went to a Toast of the Town for Kevin Lowe last summer. And these guys, you know, they're all want to promote this event and have a good time. And Barry Stafford, who had cancer, is partially for, for um, a cancer uh, research and funding. So he called me and asked me to come to Edmonton for this event. I said, sure. I said, so who are all the flames going? He said, no, none, just you. I said, come on. No, <laughs> we're, we're, you're the only guy we want. You come up, you tell stories about the Battle of Alberta, and we'll have a hot stove with... Ron McLean, and, and you'll get up there with Craig Simpson and Glenn Anderson and tell some stories. And Kevin McClellan was up. We had a great time, and the fans loved it. And I went back to Glenn Anderson's golf tournament this summer. Again, the fans, they're just the, the guys. They love the stories. They love, you know, it's honest hockey. We, you know, we did what we did. You act and, like you're surprised. <laughs> I, I am. I was surprised that they they actually love me. And and we did that photo, that famous photo of Dave Semenko and I, the Battle of Alberta. And we're not fighting. We're just looking at each other like, Might really? Might as well be, though. Yeah. So, <laughs> But that was the number one selling photo in all of Canada for the longest time. More photos sold of that than Wayne Gretzky or Mark Messier or anybody else. Dave Semenko and I, but who would have thought it? So, yeah, um, I don't mind the people in Edmonton. I, you know, they want good competitive hockey, and that's just like the people in Calgary. You know, both a little bit of blue collar in, in both cities, and they like that hard, uh, honest hockey, and that's what Daryl Sutter here preaches all the time. Well, I didn't realize that you hadn't been in Calgary throughout the last 25, 30 years, so it's interesting to know that you've moved back a little over a year. And... Um, because you're everywhere. Like, I'm sure you're thinking, why would I have considered living anywhere else? You must have been thinking that. Well, I was and looked at, you know, Vancouver Island and Kelowna and Penticton and Vernon and, you know, but just the draw was here because I grew up here. So many friends here from just growing up, childhood friends. And then the hockey community, the Flames, the Flames uh, alumni. And it's been a great fit. I, you know... People go, why do you do so much? I said, because yeah. I'm leaving and I won't be back until May- April for the last week of the regular season. So I'm getting everything I can in now. And so uh, during the winter, um, I've done my share and I help the alumni. And I, it's, it's fantastic. And the people in Calgary, the number of charity events, golf tournaments, uh, did Brian Burke's shootout for kids for, for um, you know, it, it was fantastic. Just, just. I did probably four, average four events a week since last April. Uh, unbelievable. And that's a lot, folks. Uh, Kevin from Airdrie, my friend, he's a medium. He says, I love hearing stories from NHLers. I could listen for hours. There are a lot of questions coming in here for Tim. So maybe, well, I could get to him. There's still some time here in this segment. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, Tim sounds very easygoing, but I still wouldn't want to piss him off. <laughs> Have you mellowed? How about that? Have you mellowed? Oh, for sure, for sure. I, you know, and people always used to say, like, you're so nice off the ice. Well, my job on the ice was not to be nice, but my job off the ice is not to fight. <laughs> you know, it's the worst thing you ever want to do. Um, and, yeah, you know, you, there's, I'm a nice person. Well, those banquets and whatever events you go speak at are so much fun. And I was with Stu Grimson last weekend, as you know, in Lampman, and he talked about his first NHL game. You were probably on the ice. He knocked out Dave Brown, and Theo was beside him and goes, uh-oh, Stu. <laughs> Not something you probably wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stu's a tough boy. 
Yeah, great guy. And, and all us tough guys and forcers or what do you want to call us, they're, you know, we're just uh, big teddy bears off the ice. And Stu's no, no different. And he's very articulate. He's a lawyer. He's a brilliant guy. And, Best-selling uh, author. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And, and uh, you know, but when the puck drops, we have a job to do. And Stu, not unlike myself, you take it seriously because the moment you you uh, take your foot off the gas, per se, um, it's not good. And getting knocked out or or beat up is not a fun thing to, d- to have done. It's never happened to me, think. Maybe, that you know maybe, of. <laughs> maybe people thought I got beat up, but I never not got about, beat up. You've never been knocked out? No, I've never been knocked out. I've never had a concussion. Wow. So, yeah. I wore, always wore a helmet and always had a mouth guard. And, uh, yeah, no, I never had it. I never went to the bench and was wondering where I was or what day it was or had the trainer go, Tim, uh, what day is it? Never one time. So I'm very fortunate. Um, I've been hit with punches, but not where it's put given me a concussion or been knocked out. Well, you're built for it maybe more than others. Lucky you. Yeah, I got yeah. this big bumper on the front, you know, just <laughs> right. put some bath, yeah, Vaseline on it and the punches glance off. Could you do that these days? Did you, A, did you put Vaseline on a B? Could you now? I don't think you can. Yeah, you can. can? Yeah, can yeah you? there's no rules against that. And I called it instant courage. I'd go in the locker room and the young guys would be coming in. I go, boys, get some instant courage on. They go, what's that? I said, Vaseline. I said, so if you have a fight and you get punched, you don't get cut. What do you think boxers do? And it's true. Uh, well, listen, we're going to break. Allie's checked in, uh, checked in. She says, happy Friday, Rod Squad, from Texarkana, Texas. Hello, Allie. We'll get into some of the current NHL, but they really do love the stories, as you pointed out. And uh, some junior fans are watching, too. They've got some thoughts on that. So we'll be right back. We're live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Uh, on the way, Lee Genier, our COO, will be rejoining us to recap all of what we've been talking about today. NFL, CFL, college, World Series. That's in a while. We're on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and on the radio in Metro Atlanta, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino Calgary's entertainment destination. There's a live look in right there. Still tickets available for the Halloween Howler tonight at the event center. And uh, coming up, we're going to be joined by Clayton Bellamy of the Congregation. Uh, his band, you may know him from Road Hammers. They're performing here tonight as part of the Halloween Howl. Darcy Oak, Saturday night here, the son of CBC Hockey Night in Canada, Scott Oak. Darcy, world renowned illusionist. Check out our entertainment lineup at, res- at uh, greyeagleresortandcasino.ca. All right, Tim Hunter's here, famed NHLer, Stanley Cup champion, and here we go with the questions as promised. Thank you, Tim, for being nice enough to answer these. John in Edmonton wants to know if you think we're finally going to get a new arena in Calgary. Well, the rumblings the last couple of days is they're back at the table negotiating and uh, the new premier of Alberta has been pushing for some more activity to happen. So that's a positive and uh, I, hope, I hope it happens because every time I go in the Saddle Dome and, you know, I have to take the elevators and, you know, you're going up the elevator with uh, food, service people and, 
employees and you know they don't want to be with us and we don't want to be with them and you know the assistant coaches have to travel with these people as well and it's just it's archaic and it's uh it's outdated it really needs to be replaced it's a little third world you know? yeah and you they can't even park two zambonis underneath the building where they're supposed to park and they can't pass each other in the in the uh, bottom concourse it's, it's kind of funny and if you're walking down there you you got to be careful because you get past pasted to the wall by a zamboni i have thought this though it helps to have a winning team and the Flames, I believe, are the number one team in the NHL. That's not just because I'm living here. If they sucked, it would be pretty hard to push this, I would think. Don't you? Yeah, and it's, you know, the uh, fans are happy. Uh, I was at an event last night, and Daryl Sutter was there, and Brad Treleving, and, you know, there's lots of happy people, lots of happy fans. And, you know, not a lot of people are even talking hockey with Daryl. They're just glad to see, you know, the team's doing well, and they're they're happy that these guys are out in the community and, and appreciate uh, what the what what what's going on in the community. Kevin in Airdrie says, "Tim, who hit you the hardest in your career?" Would have been Nick Fatio, and I'm very thankful I had a helmet on. He hit me right on top of the head. I ducked. He hit me on top of the head. My helmet just exploded. I still haven't found it. <laughs> and yeah, I was very thankful. And I knew then. That was the toughest guy I ever fought because of the way he punched and how strong he was. Did you ever fight Dave Brown? Oh, yeah. Fought Dave Brown, I think, two or three times. I always did well against Dave because I would tie, tie up his left and go left on left. There's no way I was going to pull a Jim Kite or a Stu Grimson and trade rights with lefts because both those guys had their orbital bones crushed by Dave Brown. Just heard the story for the 100th time last Saturday from Grimmer, and it never gets old. Yeah, <laughs> but he it's... says, that guy punches like a mule kicks. Can you imagine? Yeah, and he doesn't Ooh. miss. So if you're trying to trade punches, you're going to take a number. And you better not miss because it's not pretty. And I, that wasn't my modus operandi. When I fight it was fought, fight it. <laughs> <laughs> How was that concussion thing? Yeah, yeah, I never had one. No, when I fought was to... I was fighting to not lose, to not get knocked out and to make sure the guy knew he was in a fight because you can't take punches. It shortens your life and it could end your career and anybody with the right punch in the right spot could end your career. So you never take anybody lightly. Trevor wants to know, hi Tim, are you following the WHL this year? Thoughts on the Moose Jaw Warriors team? Yes, I am. I, I always follow the, the, the Warriors. Uh, watched them since the day they fired me. It's, uh, you know, lots invested in there. Lots of guys that I've uh, I coached, I talked uh, into coming and signing with the Warriors along with the scouts and management. But um, fun to watch because it's a great league. There's, a, there's the next level of great NHL players are playing in the, in the WHL. You look at Moose Jaw with Furcus and Braden Yager and Regina with Bedard. These guys are fantastic players, and they're going to be stars in the NHL, and they're fun to watch. Uh, you know, um, Denton Matejchuk on the back end with uh, Moose Jaw, captain. He's, uh, he's another fine young uh, hockey player, skates on the top of the ice, very, very smart, very gifted, and he's going to have a career in the NHL. Rich in Edmonton says, Great show, RP. You made Tim very likable for this longtime Oiler fan. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Tim did it. Very but... likable. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever, th in the 80s, you wouldn't have got that. Ted in Red Deer says, Is it true that Tim used to take the younger players and run them through his own conditioning camp? Yeah, I did. Uh, you know, just uh, certain things after practice and off the ice. And the one occasion, um, Brian Glenn was kind of being forced into playing because Jamie McCowan got hurt. So I had Brian move in to our house. They wanted me to just work out with him. And I said, no, no, just move him into our house. We'll feed him. We'll take care of him, make sure he gets the right nutrition. The reason why they wanted me to take care of Brian, Brian was 30 pounds overweight. And he lost 30 pounds in 30 days training with me. And that's my... Uh, Claim to, know, claim to fame. Claim to fame. And he had an NHL career. 
I went on, uh, I was in Vancouver. Brian was on waivers with the Ottawa Senators. Pat Quinn called me in his office. He said, Tim, he said, this uh, big defenseman there, the, the, Pat never knew anyone's name. So he's like the big left shot D that you had, you had in your house there. You know the guy there, there. He's in Ottawa. He's on waivers. I said, you mean Brian Glynn? He said, yeah, Brian Glynn. He's on waivers. Should we take him? I said, yeah, he's a good player. He'll help us. And it turns out he came to Vancouver. Dana Merzen got hurt. Brian had to step in full time, and he did a great job. And he ended up extending his career. And, um, you know, so it's uh, you treat uh, people right. Uh, you know, it, it pays off. You've mentioned Vancouver, and I know you're equally as proud as your time with the Canucks, correct? You oh, talked yeah, about that sure. 94 Stanley Cup run a lot. So what did you think? What do you think about this historically bad start for them this year? Well, they squeaked one out last night. Um, they just, I just don't think they have a good enough team right now. You know, they're just, uh, their back end, I think, is, is not as good as it could be. And maybe it's going to get better with playing. You know, uh, some capable people back there, but I just don't think they're playing. They're, and Quinn Hughes is not playing. So they missed that element because he really backs teams off because they play a little differently when he's on the ice because he's uh, so dynamic. So it's early. Um, you know, I hope they don't look back and go, we're going to miss the playoffs by six or eight points, and it's the start of the season they had, which is would be a, a shame because you put points in the bank and that's what Calgary's doing now. Edmonton's creeping back in there and they're winning games. You put points in the in the bank early in the year because you're going to have a point where you're going to drop off, you're going to lose a couple, you're going to go on the road and you're going to be thankful you got those points early and Vancouver's not doing that. I don't know. I agree with what you're saying. Perry Shockey sat on that chair yesterday. You know Shocks well. Shockey hockey. And I said which team isn't what their record shows right now on the good end buffalo or ottawa or on the bad end anaheim or vancouver and he feels they're all what they are but i just don't you i still think u.s thanksgiving's the cutoff of you that you know when you what you have with your team you know what i mean are there any teams masquerading if not themselves right now no i don't think so i you agree I with shocks i think yeah I, you know like vancouver you know being disappointed they lost to Buffalo. Buffalo was a good team. They came in here and uh, gave Calgary a real hard time. Carolina, same thing. Carolina and Buffalo play just like Calgary does. They give you no time. They're, you think they've got too many men on the ice all the time because they're always around the puck and you have no room, no time and space, and they have skill. Um, so that that's, you know, and that's lacking from Vancouver's team. That's lacking from... Um, Anaheim's team uh, it's the direction that's modern hockey if you, had, if you didn't watch Colorado and uh, Calgary last year modern hockey how teams are supposed to play you're, you're missing the beat what's modern hockey in a minute or less give the other team no time and space anywhere on the ice contest all passes all pucks don't allow people to carry the puck for very long or to get organized to make the plays they want to make. Thank you. Uh, we talk a lot about where you played, but we don't talk enough about where you coached, and Toronto is one stop, right, where you spent significant time. And I was very upset. This media is all upset that Austin Matthews has been in a slump, and they're all happy he scored last night. And I'm like, but you lost. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're still, they don't they're get still it lost. out there. I don't they know. lost to San Jose, who is the worst team a, in the league. They're a rebuilding team for sure, and then they have their work cut out for them. But like Scotty Bowman used to say, even the bad teams win 50% of the time. So you, got, you never let your guard down. Toronto's a tough market, and it's, it's driven by tough media and, and the fans. They are never happy, and it's a tough place to play for players. And great players aren't going to score every night. There's only one great player that did, and that was Wayne Gretzky. And I don't know what his record is, 51 games with a point. You're not going to do that every night when you're a great player. You're going to have nights where you struggle, and good teams are checking better than ever now. So it's not easy to score. So, yeah, I, I feel sorry for the players in Toronto. I feel sorry for coaches in Toronto. I was one, Ron Wilson, what he went through, it was... Uh, 
we just didn't have a good team and it was no joy. I remember the advice I got when I went to Toronto as a coach. I said, so what's the media like? What's the, what are the fans like? Well, here's what's going to happen, Tim. You're going to have your favorite little coffee place where you're going to go down in the morning, you're going to buy your coffee, get your paper, whatever you do, and you're going to go to the rink, drive to the rink or walk to the rink. And once the, once the Leafs start losing or lose a few games, people are going to be all over you. You're going to walk through the door. What's wrong with the Leafs? What's wrong with the power play? Why are you playing him? Why is not he playing? Why, why are you starting this goal? And it's unbearable. I went to get a haircut. Never been in this barber before. I walk in, and Nick's out in the hallway. He says, hey, can we help you, Mr. Hunter? And he recognized me. I said, yeah, I just want a haircut. Oh, sit down. Luigi will take you in the back room. I go in the back room. He, he puts the apron on me, and it's all about the power play and the penalty killing and the goalie. I'm like, dude, I'm here to get a haircut. I didn't come to talk about the Leafs. I said, cut my hair and shut up. And it was and painful. He and he did. And I said to I said to Nick on the way out, I said, he says, how, how was it? I said, not very good. I won't be back. I get it. <laughs> Trust me, I get it. It's pretty intense in this town, though. Before I let you go, it's intense. It is, but uh, here's, here's a, a, a pundit from Edmonton once told me, he said, you guys have it easy in Calgary. You look at all the media guys in Edmonton, their Twitter and their Instagram and their whatever uh, social media yep. pages, and we have 10 times the followers and posts than the guys in Calgary do. So Edmonton's way worse than Calgary if you think Calgary's bad. Yeah, I think that's true, but it's the Gaudreau Kachuk stuff this summer. I was like, oh my God, Uncle, I gotta. <laughs> like yeah, it was, yeah, and, it was and, a and uh, that's a tough one to swallow for any sporting city, whether whatever sport you're in. And for your for 200 point players to just vanish, how do you do? And how do you how do you deal with it? And how do you replace that? Well, Brad, he did it. Dad did it. <laughs> Brad did a great job, and that's because. These guys are very smart, and they have a very smart group that they manage. Don, Don Maloney, Chris Snow, Brad Pascal, these guys, uh, Conroy. These guys are they, they, they're always on the ball, and they, they did one tr hell of a job to ha be on the ball, and kudos to Kachuk to say he wanted out early so they could get to the market and make these moves before anyone else could get on, you know, the Huberdos and the Uyghurs and know they were going to be available. They are absolutely a better team coming out of it, and everybody thought the sky was falling this summer. Tim, this goes by far too fast as always, but thanks, and we'll see you at the Battle of Alberta tomorrow night. Will do. Thanks for having me, Ron. All right. Clayton Bellamy joins us next from the band and the congregation. We're live at Grego Resort and Casino on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're looking live at the event center. Beautiful day here on the gateway to the foothills, and it's a very busy weekend here at Calgary's entertainment destination. Tonight, the Halloween Howler, and Saturday night, Darcy Oak, illusionist. I've seen him. Simon Cowell says he's one of the best illusionists in the world. Check out our website at greateagleresortandcasino.ca to buy your tickets or look at the show schedule for the rest of fall and winter. And while we call it Football Friday, we're really breaking away from tradition, which I'm I'm a fan of Variety is the Spice of Life. Clayton Bellamy joins us. Here he's performing 
tonight. Here we go with the congregation. You might know him from the Road Hammers. You might know him from all his various illustrious musical career. Welcome to the RP Show, Clayton. Man, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Now, listen, I'm a sports guy through and through, so I'm excited about this interview. you got to tell me, what is your day like on a day like today? You ready for the Halloween Howler? What do you what do you do to get ready for it? Uh, push-ups. Lots of push-ups. <laughs> I can tell. And stretching. I can tell. <laughs> Look, the, the longer I'm the, the older I get, the more I have to stretch before a show. <laughs> I love it, man. But uh, you know, a, a typical day when you're on the road it, you know, is consisting of, you know, get getting up interviews. This uh, the second one this morning. I got a third one this afternoon and then sound check, um, you know, set up sound check and then showtime. It's pretty much full tilt right from dusk till dawn. And then uh, load up the tour bus and head to the next town and do it all over again. But this one's special. This one is special. Yeah, That's tell right. people. And there are tickets available, by the way. Come on down to the Gray Eagle box office. It opens. Let's open now. Or GrayEagleResortAndCasino.ca. Talk about the Halloween howler. Well, CJ92 puts on a, a legendary uh, event called the Halloween howler. They've, it's been going on for years here. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's been incredible to be a part of. I, I've, I've been uh, maybe inebriated at a few events like this. But right. <laughs> now I'm actually performing, which is fun. Make money instead of spend money. It works that, that's well. A, that's always great. Yeah. Um, so, so we got asked to, to be a part of it with the event with uh, some great bands, Steel Panther, and uh, Blackstone Cherry, a couple of great American band, rock and roll bands. And uh, the event is almost sold out, so it's going to be incredible. Lots of great costumes. I'm dressing up as myself tonight. Is this uh, your outfit? Yes, it's, it's way more horrific at night. <laughs> I gotcha. Well, and the thing is, Road Hammers, you perform with the Road Hammers, you perform with the congregation. It's interesting, because when I say I'm a sports guy, we're usually locked down contractually to one entity. You guys do all your own thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we're we're really blessed to be able to kind of bounce around genres. You know, yeah. the, the road hammers is classified as rock and roll, like we were talking about off air. And I think of them as country. I'm sorry, yeah, it is a it, we do get played on country radio as well. So, uh, it, in my heart, it's a rock and roll band to me. You know, in the in the style of you know Leonard Skinner and the Almond Brothers and that that kind of vibe um but we've you know we've been accepted into the country music community and 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 have toured all over the world with that um and and now with this new side project of mine the congregation that's kind of planting both feet firmly in in the rock and roll world which has been exciting for me uh to kind of you know to branch out as an artist and do something that's that's different and a little bit maybe out of my comfort zone but but still i can really sink my teeth into I'm, well, by the smile on your face, I can tell that it's going well. It's going and you're amazing. having fun. And the one thing, listen, I say I'm in sports forever, but media and broadcasting too. And I say, in entertainment, good is good. Why you got to put a label on it? That's it. You know, there's right. only two types of music, good and bad. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're in Nashville, there's only two types, country and Western. But <laughs> I, I, I say that quite often, trust me. But I, to be honest with you... Um, voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders here for 20 years. And I remember when the Hunter brothers were first coming up, you'd be familiar with them. And they were playing halftime of one of our games. And I kind of turned my back. It's halftime, right? I'm stretching, having a drink. And I was like, I have coffee. And I'm like, these guys are good. Little small town Saskatchewan band. And they've taken the world by storm. They really have. Right? And they, yeah. And they're going to be involved with the uh, Grey Cup and stuff. Now, but to stay on point to tonight, the Halloween Howler. Let's have some fun with it, dude. Like, how much are you going to be looking out in the crowd? At oh, it's what's going be, on? It's going to be great. It's hard to, at these kind of events to keep track, uh, you know, keep focused because all of the amazing costumes, right? Everyone's dressed up to the nines. But uh, uh, it's going to be a great night tonight. And, and like you were saying, there's still some tickets available. People want to come out. Um, you know, you're talking about the Grey Cup uh, with, yeah. with the Hunter Brothers. The Roadhammers are actually playing there with them on that, that same weekend. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Again, getting to have a foot in both worlds is really... I, I get spoiled, I feel like. I, I get to do events like this with the congregation and play with some incredible rock bands and then turn around and, and go out with the Roadhammers and, and play with some incredible country bands. Then you know exactly how we feel that we can work with NHL, NFL when we're in the States, CFL up. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, anyway, we're having as much store. fun as you are. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. But what I don't understand... With the I'm fascinated by the entertainment world of booking acts and your travel and everything. And I see all these guitars they have at Grey Eagle, and I'm almost afraid to ask, like, do you guys share 
instruments when you come through? Like, they have everything here. Like, if you forgot a guitar, they'd have it. Like, what's the deal there? Yeah, that's great. Especially with event centers like this, they've got a lot of equipment. In yeah. case, when you're on the road, something goes down, you know, or you're at a show and something breaks, they can just grab something off the rack and, and it'll get you through through the show. But uh, a lot of times, we, you know, we, we travel with about, uh, you know, eight or ten guitars, uh, for you know, sometimes different tunings and different songs, and and our own drums and and lights and and that that whole thing. But when you come into a place like this, they a lot of times it's already set up for you. You just kind of roll in, plug in, and play. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, seven and a half years sober here, so I'm usually in bed early. So when the big acts come through, like yourselves, when I see them, it's the sound check in the afternoon, and that includes the Beach Boys and. Uh, a lot of the groups that have been through here. How does, it go, how does Steel Panther come through and the congregation? You're all different bands. Different, uh, how do you switch sets? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's you a, would think it, you would all have different settings. It, it, it is. There's different settings. There's different instruments, different drum kits. So it's, yeah. a, it's a real dance. You know, we're really great. We have an amazing crew, and, and so do they. So everybody kind of – it just – works as a you know the changeover you usually about only have 20 minutes to kind of get our band off next band on you know sound up lights set and and you always pull it off (laughs) that's the other amazing thing well sometimes (laughs) well hey i get it what you don't know is fine we can see but they don't exactly yeah if you're if you're doing your job well you know even if there is a hiccup the people in the audience will will never know you know and you can just kind of roll through and, and still put on a great show and not have any 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 major disasters but that's why you have a, a world-class crew and and they keep us on point and and make, keep the guitars humming so all i have to do really is is my part is just perform and focus on that and i don't have to worry about if the lights are set right or if the sound is sounding out out front is is correct they they know exactly what they're doing what should we expect from your show tonight clayton you know i i have an elevator pitch. I always say the congregation is a rock and roll tent revival. So you nice. come on down and save your soul with rock and roll. That's, that's, that's <laughs> the whole pitch. That? And, and we, we have a very interactive show. It's a lot of fun. It's loud and exciting. And, uh, you know, we want to involve the audience and that's something that we always pride ourselves. Wow. On Halloween howler and steel Panther tonight. What was the third band? Blackstone cherry. Whoa. <laughs> Sounds very spooky. We'll see you tonight at the Absolutely. event center. Thanks All right, Clayton Bellamy and the congregation joining us here. Lee Genye in next for overtime. It's the RP Show live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's the final segment. This is it. It's overtime. It's proudly presented by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the National Football League and the UFC. And, wow, that was just a fun chat with Clayton Bellamy. I appreciate Sheldon from Gray Eagle lining it up. Our CEO always back, Lee Genier. And I'm telling you, (laughs) there's nothing come down the pipe like this show in a very long time, Lee. And you know that. I think that's why... You, you are, you know, have so much fun being part of it, right? Oh, I'm having all the fun in the world. Right, from NFL, CFL, NHL to a musical act. Yeah, and we've had a few on, but just what a great, great individual. International recording star, Clayton Bellamy. Platinum, multi-platinum selling artist. Wow. Juno Award winner. I love that stuff. I don't know anything about music. I just know it's fun. We are dynamic. That's right. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, Dang you, Rod, you got me today. I only meant to drop in for 15 minutes. I ended up staying for the whole two hours. And that reminds me, uh, I was listening to Gord Bamford on the radio. Came for one, stayed till two. I know how that is. John in Edmonton says, Can you clarify the comments you made about the Calgary St. Peter's coaches coming to the Edmonton Elks, please and thank you? I didn't make any statements at all about Calgary Stampeders coaches going to the Edmonton Elks. So, clean out your eyes. Clear enough for you? They're asking, 
what I will be wearing. And are you coming to the cabaret tonight, by the way? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't have my outfit yet. Terry in Calgary says RP should dress up as Bo. And my cousin Christine asks if I have my Halloween out, 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 outfit yet. I don't. I had at one time two Bo Levi Mitchell jerseys, but I gave them away. If I went as Bo Levi, nobody would get it, but I think I'll just get a mask. Do you have a Halloween outfit ready to go? I'm coming with you. We're going Halloween oh, shopping. Halloween shopping. Well, listen, I've been to that Halloween store. It's called, what's it called, Spirit or something? You've seen those stores. They just pop oh. up for like two months. Oh, yeah. They're everywhere. Well, something's happened because I went to one in Mission Falls, Florida. I wanted like a Trump mask or a, or a Barack Obama mask or a Joe Biden mask. I don't care. They don't have the politician masks like they used to or any famous people. They should. Probably because of rights. Well, you could, you could go as Joe Biden and just bumble around. Are we going down there? Jennifer from the Four Seasons says, I'm trying to go as Carla from Cheers. It seems fitting. She's very much like Carla from Cheers. Remember that? Oh, yeah. How about DuPont the other day? Didn't even know who Cliff Clavin was. Uh, what? Oh, no. Oh. I was like, that's a you problem, not a Cliff Clavin problem. Yeah. Cheers was just on the, the, the other day. I was watching it. Dupes, dupes. Come dupes. on, dupes. You missed. You whiffed on that one. Uh, 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 uh. Maybe I'll go with Sam Malone. Sam Malone? He's the best. I had a ho- few hockey guys who said I remind him of them. I'm like, thank you. He reminds them of me. Whatever. Ted in Red Deer says every week I say the same thing. What great guests and talk on this show. Awesome job, guys. Tim gave a very succinct explanation for modern hockey. Didn't he? In 45 seconds or less. And you wonder why Tim Hunter was such a successful coach. It's one thing to be able to go out and do it. It's quite another to be able to teach people how to do it. Yeah, he is really, he is the best. He's great. What's everybody going as for Halloween? Let's end the show up with that because we had a lot of comments coming in here. Who's going as Jeffrey Dahmer? That's apparently a hot costume. What are you going as? Oh, myself. Everybody says myself. I've said that. For, I, boo. Bob's I used to always say a sportscaster. Um, I might incorporate some of my many interesting outfits, like my I Love Atlanta bunny hug that I'm wearing. Oh, Moose writes in and says, okay, I'm not 100 years old. Just kidding. It's a me problem. I should know. Cheers. No, no, we're all inclusive here. I'm just saying Cheers is still on TV. So, Patrol, huh? He can get the app and go back and watch them all. It's 1995 in here. Every day. Uh, Patrolman Peter Winnipeg says, in 2001, I got on TSN when I wore a suit and Jean Chrétien mask to a bomber game on Halloween. Allie in Texas says, I'm going as Carol Baskins. Is that still a thing? Joe Exotic was really big two or three Halloweens ago. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's out of the picture now. Well, not, not in Texas, apparently. Well, it's Texas. So. John in Winnipeg, John Ohm, says, I'm going as the Joker for Halloween. I have that crazy hair going on. He has that every day. He's got green hair, dude. You could go as Bo Levi far better than me because you're blonde. He doesn't have anything to say to that. Craig in Calgary says, I'm an adult, so I will not be dressing up. I am looking forward to all the costumes. <laughs> We're talk about the dry patch on the ski hill. And says, I was more of a family ties guy anyway. Um, so was I. Hello, Justine Bateman. 
Michael J. Fox. We watched them all. Cheers, Seinfeld. Come on, Craig. Pick it up. It's not. Listen. Living at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino, you see all kinds day and night. Would you not agree? Oh, baby, yeah. Yeah. So it's like you do you. You do you. Come on, Craig in Calgary. You know that. From big fan, John Kirby in Edmonton says, someone should go as Rod Peterson. <laughs> Maybe I'll go as you. Meager existence so. there. Allie in Texas says, hey, I feel I should be offended. LOL. No, no, oh, no, no. Oh, no. It's just, now that we're on the radio in Atlanta and given the, you know, they do run some spiritual religious programming, I, I'm very conscious of my language now. Can they say Bitch. On normal radio? Because Joe Exotic always said about Carol Baskins, that bitch Carol Baskins. Well, that oh, was a Netflix. Good one, Rod. I wouldn't use it. <laughs> the moral authority over here. Hey, hey, I'm more concerned about what Clayton said about the uh, Save Our Souls campaign. Because if there's a couple of guys Last that minute need, of play. needed their save soul, they're sitting right here. At least I still have mine. No, I got it back. Uh, Rich in Edmonton says Justine Bateman did not age well. Well, I don't want to say research it because I have. There, there was uh, some lifestyle things there. And while you're at it, look up Punky Brewster. If you want to see the happy side of the story, Salil Moonfry. You must remember Punky Brewster. Oh, yeah. Uh, from Stacy Champagne. I got you, Moose. I got you dupes he can't see it stacy at access world headquarters have a great weekend rod squad same to you stacy we're all gonna have a great day stay safe and uh we will see you monday thanks uh, lee for all you do well thank you and thanks. all you've done uh thanks My to pleasure. clayton bellamy tim hunter justin dunk we'll see you noon eastern here on game plus and w q e e Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Bingo! Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.